Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What you want to read on holiday, like, was absorbed It's it. a navy blazer. Yeah. But it's so much more. No, yeah, yeah. I'll send you the recipe. That Thank sounds you. so good. And I would say, yes, I did know pretty damn quickly. I knew you were going to say that. That's amazing. You're listening to the Sherlock's podcast, your guide to a more stylish life. Welcome to the Sherlock's team podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I've got a bit of a foodie special. I'm joined by Heather Steele and podcast host, food writer, author, and lifestyle editor, all the titles, Alexandra Dudley. Before we start, I should just say, go and get yourself a pen and paper if you don't have one in front of you already, because you are going to want to make notes from this podcast. It is obviously the team podcast, but we are going to talk, we're going to make it a food skewed one, which really, Heather, we've just had an agenda to do for quite a long time, haven't we? We have, so yeah, good excuse. This is our takeover. <laughs> um, I had quite a foodie heavy weekend. What did you guys get up to? I mean, I best to... weekends are food. Mm-hmm. My, I, think, I would say, to be honest, all of my weekends are food. Okay, what, what did this weekend include? I went to... The Main, which is kind of a new restaurant. I'm actually not quite sure what it is yet, but it's definitely a restaurant meets nightclub. It is, yeah. Extravaganza. Went there, which was fun. And then I also went to Quo Vadis. Oh, that's my favourite, isn't it? It is my favourite, which was great. And also for our martini at the Connell, which is, if no one has been, best place for a martini. So it was pretty, pretty good. Did you go to their new bar? Did you you keep it classic? I went to the main bar, the Connell bar for the martini, but I did have a peek into the Red Room. It looks good. Yeah, it's very chic. Have you had a look? Um, I've not been in since it's been refurbed, but it's on my list. Yeah, did Okay, hang on. I feel like we need to break some of these things down. So the main is a new space. I mean, there's a few, there's a Dubai one isn't there there is a dubai yeah. one yeah and this opened i think it was a soft I, launch last week i think yeah, yeah it's opening this, this week, week i think That's yeah it. um and it's on hanover square so it's kind of opposite vocals mm-hmm. and it's an old georgian townhouse and it's split i don't know how this is going to work for their service but over seven levels which is stressful to have a restaurant mm. on seven levels and i think they've got a well they have this kind of cool bar downstairs with this amazing chandelier and i think the plan is to have live music mm. and i think it is meant to be that hybrid between restaurant and nightclub but it isn't a kind of you know like a members club like so House. Which is, it's open to everyone yeah. come as you are and we literally spend our lives on this podcast saying there are not enough fun places to go out in London that like aren't a club you yeah. know like vibey dinners so welcome also to places yeah. that you have to kind of pre-book yeah. months in advance yeah. which can become a bit tricky it's true if there's seven floors then maybe there's loads of availability <laughs> loads of <room>. yeah <laughs> fingers crossed um, that sounds fab and what did you did you eat I Did you have drank. A <laughs> I um I they had lots of different funny canapes coming around. Okay, nice. So my fiance he like kind of worked out where the canapes were coming out. Oh, he was starving and then just stood move. there. Yeah, um, that's always my. So he hardly wedding. had to move. They just sort of came to him. So whereas I was sort of preoccupied with you know there were some fantastic outfits and stuff there. Great. The the dress code was black tie and all that glitters. So yes, people really fabulous. took it. We were the Vogue party. No, it was the night after the okay, Vogue party. But still, how fabulous. Yeah, I mean, I, th- yeah. I, mean, I think Vogue party had the same similar dress code. Similar I know vibes. A friend who went to that. Yeah. We we actually split outfits, so I wore this quite outrageous. I was going to say, you need to tell Charlotte what you were wearing, because I saw it on Instagram, <laughs> and Charlotte, you, know, you looked amazing. Me. Charlotte so wants to know. It's a bit like if Tarzan's loincloth met a disco ball. I mean, that's so how it's like a chainmail, sparkly, tiny top that awesome. clips at the back. And then this vintage kind of Valentino white kind of skirt that made me look a bit mermaidy, which Fun. I was borrowing from the collectibles, which is totally oh, hard yes. of collectibles. So she, it's Alessandra Frame and she sells like vintage clothes that she sources, but you can also rent her wardrobe, which is great. Anyway, True. so I mean, it was rogue. I nearly didn't wear it. I nearly checked no, it out. No, it sounds fabulous. Uh, I really, I you mean, looked I, amazing. I had someone on knit patrol now? and like under boob patrol. It was, you know, daring, I was briefing you everyone. Incredible. <laughs> you really did. Oh my God, is that yes. it? That's insane. <laughs> I'll check you out. It was a 
lot, but cool. it's quite fun. I, the thing that's is, really I think fun. at the moment, having after the kind of last like, 18 months that we've had, when people go out, they really want to go out, out. Yeah, like, I want to go out, 100%, out. 100%. 100%. You just want to wear something fun and glittery. Yeah. I feel like we're all going to be on party sequence steroids. This, yeah, like, it's the first of November Glitter. now that you know it's coming. I mean, my nail, I went, I, I've got glittery nails still yeah. and they're chipping and you need to sort it out. But, you know, glitter everywhere. Yeah, I'm so down great. for so it. Great. How nice to put a dress code out like that to allow yes. people to do it, though. Like, yeah. Give permission. Yes, it's so true. Really, like a truly fabulous party. Uh, what did you eat at Quavardis? Oh, we had the most amazing crostini with an anchoade. It's kind of like a mayonnaise and anchovy Ooh, mayonnaise, anchovy like paste. whipped. Yeah, mm. but creamier and silkier. I mean, just mm, wow. heaven. And then with crispy sage. And then we had an amazing hake dish. Mm. And obviously the smoked eel sandwich, yes. which is kind of the signature dish. Mm-hmm. And it comes with like little pink pickled mm. Roscoff onions. And then pudding. Pudding at Quavaris is a must. And I often bypass pudding because I focus on everything else and then sort of drink black coffee mm. at the end. Or I go out specifically for something sweet, which is weird, but very no, enjoyable. No, mm-hmm. um, but at Quavaris, you have to have pudding. So we okay, had almond tart and co, which is what it, how it always comes. And that normally means with cream, custard and ice cream. Sensational. And some mm. sort of seasonal fruit. So I think we had plum. I can't completely remember. <laughs> and then we had meringues with brown bread ice cream oh, and yum. cream I think as well oh, but yeah very good and, mm. and many martinis yeah. it's great what great a, fun strong really weekend. good yeah. I really recommend Quo Bardis actually yeah. it's, it's, like an, it's a classic you always say Heather that's your yeah. number yeah, one it pick really is yeah. Jeremy Lee is he yeah. knows exactly what he's doing nice. I also I had quite a foodie weekend I tried on Friday I, I spent all of last week planning to go to Entrecote on Friday night and I had this like and I literally every single night last week I was like oh three days to Entrecote two days to Entrecote anyway got there and when I say the queue I've never seen the queue like it like it was absurd oh no so we sacked that off tried to go to Flatiron that was a 90 minute wait so we sacked that off too and I went to Soutine in St. John's Wood. I don't know if you guys know it. Yes. Um, which is also, it's very, it's very nice. It's just not, you know, I'm still, I haven't ticked that entrecot craving yet. So it's so like quite book? near to you as well, isn't it? So it probably doesn't feel that special. It is, Soutine. but what, entrecot? No, Soutine. Soutine. Yeah, exactly. I love it. It's a really cosy French restaurant. Just quite expensive mm. what it is. You know, like, it's not like, it's not that exciting and it's quite expensive, but I do really like it. I really, mm. I don't want to be mean about Soutine. I really like it. I don't it, know but... how I feel about the non-booking thing. I know. It kind of stresses well, me out. This is what happened. And yeah, Entrecote, you have to queue. And not, I feel like maybe I normally go at like seven and it was fine. Yeah. It was like 8.30 by the time we got there. Uh, we, yeah. had, we had no okay. queue. So that was sad. <laughs> anyway, Saturday lunch, we went to the River Cafe. That's what I want to talk to <gasps> you did about. You? We oh did. my gosh. Yeah. I want to listen about yeah. it. Honestly, God, it was, it's it's it was so sensational. Well. We went... So we actually originally had a dinner reservation with some friends and then they had a friend of theirs got engaged so engagement drinks came up so we moved it to lunch. But actually, I just so prefer a long lunch. Me too. too. I'm all about the long lunch. I was so happy. We were done by five. I was home and then I just watched Strictly on the sofa. It was so nice. But you woke up feeling fantastic as well. I had 10 hours sleep. Yeah, no headache. (laughs) What are you going to say? I had 10 martinis. (laughs) (laughs) I had 10 shots. (laughs) I had 10 hours sleep because obviously the clocks went back. Yeah. Anyway, we we ate we ate sensationally obviously yeah because so that's the one restaurant i really want to go to but haven't been because it is quite pricey it's also, it's also very hard to book to, yeah precisely yeah, it is very hard to book it's one of those places where the tables go live i think a month before yeah to the people, hour on the hour yeah. and it's you you've got to put it in your you've got to put a eye count you actually yeah. do yourself yeah. if you want to go you. for a certain yeah. time you do but Tell it's also, it's also like a far and awkward place to get to like if you don't live in west london yeah hammersmith's just a bit of a shag isn't yeah it? anyway yeah food was truly excellent i had a kind of scallop aubergine thing to <gasps> start we got a floating ravioli which was genuinely one of the best pastas i've ever eaten what Forget was it Italy. floating in it was no no floating like for the table oh right i thought you <laughs> no, meant it was in like this amazing no, no, that's what i was like, thinking I, I was imagining like ravioli yeah. submerged no sorry <laughs> like floating amongst the oh, diners nice. i was like wow like a side like a side oh, that's yeah. like an extra nice. starter yeah. pastas aside thank you very Quite, much exactly <laughs> um and it was like what was it It was like a kind of ricottery nutty walnutty Yum. chestnutty it was amazing then i had the risotto which i say was fine Okay. okay. Yeah. No, good. But everybody else had fish and they raved about their fish. And then then again, I had the best gelato I've ever had. Forget <gasps> the gelato is so great. Oh, it's so isn't great. It? So what we had flavor? Ben had salted caramel, which was a bit it was actually quite bitter. It was quite salted caramel. And so if you're into that, then great, mm. but I like something sweet. And then um, my friend had pistachio, yeah, which was so great. Like I've tried a lot of pistachio gelato and it really was the best I've ever had. Have you tried Hackney gelato? No, do you know what? I haven't. Oh my God. Because you can read about it anywhere. I think you can get it in It is so good. Mm. Their 
pistachio Sicilian lemon I know the one ice cream yeah. is unreal and then they have this chocolate hazelnut one which is basically Ooh. like mm. Nutella on is crack. that the one in the plastic tubs no no in plastic. there's that's one that's Grom like, or Remy Grom is also good is that one Ooh, that's the, the one that's like everywhere no I think it's like Red Mio's the Red, classic one. Okay. Also, I mean, guys, the gelato game in the last couple of years it's really stepped so up. Good. There's a place, I can never remember what it's called, but we, we'd actually been for gelato already on Thursday night. Opposite Electric House on Portobello. Mm. What's it called? I, I don't, don't called Gelateria or something, but oh. I swear if in West London, that is the best. That was it. I did a lot of catering then yesterday. I did oh, a yeah. cheese platter. Basically, yesterday was Halloween. And I had grand plans for a Halloween-themed dinner party. And I invited all my girlfriends. This is like two months ago. No way, it went to pot. So I had, I had like such a vision of this chic Halloween dinner I was going to throw. And then it got to last week and I was like, I'm so busy and tired. So does anyone want to wear their trackies and come for a cheese board instead? So there was nothing even remotely also Halloween. Fun, it was yeah. so nice. And yeah, it wasn't remotely Halloween-themed, but we had such a nice girls' dinner. It was lovely. Aww. And I should loads of cheese. Yeah, I saw all the stuff. You posted all, all the stuff you posted. I'm just like, oh, I, know, I did that a looks very great. good farmers market haul yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's quite fun. nice that though. Precious often. I mean, I love entertaining. I love dinner party, but actually, for a Sunday night, sometimes well. it's quite Ooh, nice mm. just to have people over and not have to kind of bring yeah. out all the stops. A lot of assembling, not much cooking. Mm. I was really happy. Do with you it. find that as like you know you've got done cookbooks and you do a lot of cooking, people come round and it's like really high expectations. Kind of yes, but then I sort of love that. I so, I mean I would love to say that you know it makes me nervous or you know I feel pressurized, but I don't. <laughs> I just really love it. I love any excuse to kind of bring everything out and put little salt and pepper things on the table or make a cocktail or make a canapé. I'm like on a mission to bring back the canopy because yes. I feel like they have a kind of <laughs> 1970s hangover oh, and yeah. I'm, I'm really deviled eggs yeah I'm trying mm. to love deviled eggs <laughs> yeah they're tasty absolutely mm. love deviled eggs yeah exactly <laughs> so I, I really like it but sometimes you know it is just making one dish that's kind of like a pad thai mm. people love a pad thai and it's actually not that stressful you just plunk it in the middle of the table but then maybe you've got some nice wine or mm-hmm. nice glasses also I have a problem with collecting crockery and tablecloths and my it makes me feel better when I use them because then I'm like well I'm using them they're not just sitting there in a box or waiting for kind of a perfect day so yeah I I do I do love it I have to say yeah I feel like I have maybe 10,000 questions about specifics on everything that you just touched on there and um, but Heather first of all is there anything that you've eaten recently yeah Maison Francoise which opened I think it opened like a year ago but then obviously then there was all the tier systems and then there was lockdown again so it didn't really have the fanfare it deserved but it's like Brasserie Zadel but a bit more like high end and Ooh, I love really Brasserie good Zadel. so do I but this Such is like the same but it feels a bit more French and it's really really beautiful all the food was amazing where is it it's on St James okay so, yeah I can't we were trying to work out what restaurant it was before but we couldn't quite work it out but yeah it's really close to like Fort Mason okay it's, like really really good but yeah we had like crab and fennel which was amazing <gasps> these Marmite Bloody Marys to start with That's which it. were oh amazing my God. that is Yum. my dream really good and then this awesome veal chop that mm. I wouldn't have ordered for myself but my boyfriend ordered it and it was so good like the jus was really mm. like glossy and delicious good chips they've just started doing brunch they've got like flatbread croque monsieur and just oh, wow. basically like loads of really nice things like snail flatbread if that's your thing Ooh. mussel flatbread which was really nice oh. I had snails the other day whereabouts at Rochelle Canteen which oh, is again a bit of a canteen. kind of gem very hidden yeah and I was kind of skeptical about having them my friend was like let's get them and they didn't come in the shell they came on little toothpicks oh, but they was were great. more or less appetizing I think probably more appetizing mm-hmm. she didn't have to kind of like dig it out scoop it out you mm-hmm. know you, you expect it to make that like yeah sound but it doesn't make yeah. that sound <laughs> but like a snail sound um it was good kind of tasted like the oyster of a chicken you know when you have a roast chicken oh, yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. the oysters yeah. they're like that really good bit yeah. it kind of tasted like that okay and it was quite good nice yeah there we go okay so you'd recommend it Maison oh Francois. yeah definitely okay. and then I've been to new Joe Allen which opened <gasps> quite recently and that was amazing yes it got well. a lot so of love for Joe yeah. Allen <laughs> so uh, I thought you were planning on speaking about it on the show the other week and I said to Hodge I was like really I, was, I knew yeah. I trusted you that there must have been a reinvention yeah, of yeah. some yeah, sort yeah. really Joe Allen I, yes, put, so it, I, put, it, I, yeah, I put it on a list in uh, Hodge <laughs> slash Sarah Temple and I was like that's not new <laughs> can you explain go on what they've had a makeover so yeah and it's now owned by Russell Norman who had 
Polpo and or still has Polpo and those ones. And then Gary Lee, who was head chef at the original Ivy for 15 years, has taken over the kitchen. So it's definitely new. Okay. And was sense. it amazing? Yeah. Really, really, really good. Still like, amazing I mean, cocktails. Like yeah, really, really good service. Cocktails, Russell. Yeah. Because you know, he, I love Russell so much, yeah. but he, um, that was like one of his first jobs in yeah. London. Exactly. There. What, at Joe Allen? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice full circle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like everyone like who works there on like the sort of top team, like just really cares about it. It's been there a long time. And it's very theatrical. I was about yeah. to say, it's it, really because lovely. we used to go yeah. pre-theatre. That was That's, what we were doing yeah. when I was younger. So is that... It's basically, yeah, it was designed originally for like the actor crowd to mm-hmm. go pre and post. And even when we were there the people watching was amazing like we were sitting next to a table of six or no there might have been eight of them sort of a multi-generational family and you know you just look over and you just know they're mega rich and probably a bit famous <laughs> are they all on phones know. or something no but they're just you could just tell just like the, the slightly older woman looked so glamorous and like just had amazing pearls on and was like eating smoked salmon looking really delicate but then <laughs> but you know when like some of the men look really scruffy mm. and then um he kind of like took his jacket off and it was like Giorgio Armani <laughs> so you know like when people are so rich yeah they don't they, even try yeah but everything nice. they're wearing is really expensive so I was just like staring at them the whole time they were fascinating <laughs> it was amazing but yeah all the food was really good okay as well the cocktails though were excellent so yeah definitely have they redone the interiors or the yeah. interiors the same oh yeah, yeah, God, yeah. I've got to go yeah you should it's really really good I used to take the photos for Joanne and when I used to do quite a bit of food photography for kind of restaurants I used to go and do Joe Allen every time they did a menu change and we would have to shoot something like 50 dishes or something in a day it was insane they because they have it's a it's a big menu it was mm. the style, pressure was yeah. yeah sort of yeah. american exactly there's, yeah. the, original, and, there's yeah. the original in new york and then this is yeah the and like pancakes big yes. pancakes yeah. breakfast kind yeah. of thing maple syrup butterscotch all of that all, yeah. all the yeah. jazz it's really good it's you really take good. photos of places you get to eat the food afterwards yeah you do i mean by the time it's probably cold there's some things you want to eat and there's other bits you're just like please or you've been kind of like fingering a fish cake for 30 yeah. minutes to make it look <laughs> you're <in laughs> and you're kind of done yeah, I get that. um okay we're gonna move on um alexandra we always do read it questions we put a question mm-hmm. box out um on our instagram and we ask people to specifically let us know their foodie restauranty entertaining e questions so i'm gonna hit you hit me i'm, I'm ready, ready. I'm ready. Questions. um let's start by talking about entertaining there are lot, naturally lots of questions about entertaining. Um, those who follow you on Instagram will know that you're a bit of an entertaining guru. Um, so let's start. I'm going to start actually not with a reader question. That's a lie. What's a go-to menu for you if you're entertaining? Oh, I mean, again, it sounds really annoying, doesn't it? I think I get bored quite quickly. Mm-hmm. So I tend to kind of always try and work on something mm-hmm. and then that will maybe become a signature for a bit okay. until i get bored of it or so, so what's my go now? New. Probably a risotto, which mm-hmm. actually normally I would always say or advise against cooking when you're entertaining because risottos kind of demand a bit of mothering in the kitchen. There's a lot of kind of hanging around the pan stirring. Mm -hmm. But I think wintry kind of cozy entertaining kind of lends itself to that sort of cooking because you're not, you don't have friends outside having drinks in the garden because it's normally pouring. So sort of all kind of cozying up around the kitchen and having a chat and drinking wine Mm -hmm. whilst you're stirring the risotto is quite nice. What's your signature risotto? Well, uh, at the moment, I really love doing... I love squash. I have a bit of a thing with squash. An onion squash risotto. So onion Ooh. squash or red curry squash. It's the one that kind of looks like an onion. Okay. It's bright orange. And you can eat the skin as well. So I can, you kind of roast it and you just break it in. And it naturally just makes it turn this fantastic color. And it's mm. quite earthy, but also sweet. Um, and it just looks really great. And then maybe do a kind of brown butter, like a sage brown butter, which again sounds really fancy, but you pretty much shove the sage leaves in with the butter and then just let it cook until mm. the butter starts burning essentially and how mm. you see these little brown flecks and it sort of all comes together quite quickly and then oh, there you go and people great. just love it yeah and you don't really need to do a side or anything do you but well no i mean i probably will do, do a side what bit, do you do with it <laughs> i probably do something maybe fresh just like a, a kind of a fennel salad or mm. something like a raw fennel salad oh, fennel's nice. quite nice at the moment and then I always like doing starchy bits but i'm a big fan of a crostini or, or bruschetta okay. and i think people Sometimes I like to eat quite late. My favorite time of any 
special occasion when it like whether it be a wedding or a dinner party or anything is that kind of the champagne reception bit mm. so the bit when you're kind of having drinks yeah. before you sit down so at my house I tend to kind of stretch it for an hour <laughs> okay. which if you're drinking for an hour lovely, yeah. you need to eat something otherwise you might fall over mm-hmm. <laughs> so um you know at the moment I maybe maybe something kind of I mean just a bit verata or some mm. kind of like anchovy maybe some mush- like wild mushrooms or nice. something on, you know, on basically on toast, basically really loaded bits yeah. of garlicky rub toast. Delicious. Just like one piece per person. Yeah. And you can just make that, you don't have to be kind of fanning about in the kitchen, just make them have them on a, on a mm. you know, on a tray and they get eaten like that. Oh, so mm. nice. So easy. Wise yeah. move. Heather, what about you? What's your signature entertaining dish at this time oh, of year? Oh God, I don't know. This time last year, I feel like, because that's when you're finally allowed to see people again. I was doing a lot more cooking. This and... time last year, we actually locked down again for a month. Okay, well maybe <laughs> just, just before. before. <laughs> yeah, no. Diana Henry had a new book out last year that was called like From the Oven to the Table. I think that's what it's called. But it's basically about like cooking one pot things in the oven. Mm-hmm. It had so many like really good autumnal recipes in there that I just kept making time after time, like loads of really good chicken thigh yeah, recipes. Tray bakes and stuff. Yeah. I was going to say that they're really great for entertaining. Yeah, yeah, just loads of those different ones. You should look at the book because it's got loads of really good recipes okay. with, yeah, like a really nice salad on the side. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so good, those things, because you pretty much can just bung them in the oven. Yeah. Yeah. And then as people are arriving and know that they'll be on the table in 40 yeah, minutes, exactly. it's done. So true. Yeah. Um, let's touch on canapes because you, you brought it up before. <gasps> yeah. So what are, you do- what are you doing to reinvent the canapé? Well, I'm just, I'm, just, trying? I'm just always talking about it. <laughs> I feel like I'm always talking about it. making noise them. about canapés. And I sure. do, I sometimes do these funny workshops, which are called like how to host dinner party. And I'm always like blowing the trumpet mm. for the canapé. But again, I, th- I think it's actually more just the act of having something small before you have dinner mm-hmm. and I'll sometimes bypass most of the time I'll just bypass the starter because it's a bit stressful yeah. and faffing around and then have something like that but it can be really easy even kind of just like nice crackers with you know you can even get I don't know make like a beetroot hummus and mm. put that on them or you know sprinkle some ricotta I mean it doesn't have to be overly mm-hmm. complicated I'm trying to think of what else I love in the moment I'm really into like celeriac remoulade which is again quite retro. I'm quite into the retro. Okay, mm-hmm. vintage. Yeah, nice. vintage. It's like mm-hmm. prawn cocktail. Okay, yeah. prawn nice. cocktail years. Yeah, Those sorts of, I'm not quite like cheese and grapes or cheese and pineapple. Yeah, yeah. on a hedge. Haven't quite got there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, you know, things like smoked salmon and mm, stuff. All yeah. right, people love that kind yeah. of thing. I, I honestly, think a blini. Love it. Time and you actually can't, especially if you you're doing a festive Christmas party. You yeah, can't, you totally. Yeah. I always remember um, Alex Head once came on from Social Pantry she's and great. told us she's so great. And she was talking about um, radishes dipped in Marmite butter. Oh, and I always so do good. that. It is so, so good. good. I mean, you literally mix Marmite butter and you yeah. cut up some radishes. It looks so pretty. So yummy. Banging. I'm doing, I just did something uh, which is like a smoked garlic tahini yogurt, which oh, is so yum. nice. You basically just roast the smoked garlic and then you blend it with a bit of yogurt, tahini and lemon. And then you that's fold cool. in the rest of the yogurt. Oh. And that's so good. And you can dip kind of chicory or kind mm. of pu- little like buy all those cute fancy colored carrots, yeah. like heritage carrots and yeah. dip that in. Yeah, purple carrot is great. bread as well. Yeah. Mm. Well, well carrots were great. originally purple. Is that right? Yeah, it oh, was the mind. Dutch that made turn them orange. Because well, they, they grew a lot and they, they turned them orange because it was their national colour. Wow, that's fascinating. They were originally purple. Yeah, as in like yeah. en masse carrots. Yeah. You can still get purple carrots. Yeah. Naturally, they're not they're not fake. But I think originally most carrots were purple. Fascinating. Mm. Oh, you learn something yeah. every day. <laughs> Are you into canapes? Yes, although, yeah, just basically everything that you've already mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if I've got anything. I like it when you go places, I haven't made them myself, but you know, like haggis bonbons, they're Ooh. always good. You know, like little like little meatballs on sticks mm, with like a whiskey sort of whiskey sauce on the side. That's I more, I think I've been to lots of Burns night parties. I, was say, I think that's, that's what I'm very thinking. Specific, mate. <laughs> I've got a Scottish dad. <laughs> yeah, but that's like what I think of as well. Nice. Kind of pace, like uh, things you can dip in stuff. There's also those, I can never remember what they're called, but they're, the, they come in the purple packet and they're like little shells. They're like cracker shells. They're Swedish. They've got like the Swedish flag. I know on what you mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get them I, in a cardo, you get them in Waitrose. And then you fill them. And you fill Yeah, them. with things like coronation chicken and stuff like that. 100%. Yeah. God, my like, mum used to always They're the best kind of, but they are bite-sized yeah. ricotta, peas. Yeah, mint. also like goat's cheese and kind of pesto and sun-dried exactly. tomato and put it in the oven for a second. Exactly. Or like goat's cheese and a piece of fig. Classic. Lots of canapes. Somebody has asked Alexandra about dinner party dessert go-tos. Okay. I this time of year. People always shy away from puddings. I think they find it really stressful. 
And also it can sometimes be the most time consuming part, mm-hmm. but it makes such a difference when you make pudding. So, I mean, it's such an easy thing to do, but making a batch of brownies, which is not that stressful and normally goes well because if they're undercooked, mm-hmm. pretty Everyone much a winner. <laughs> but making a batch of brownies in a round tin, so a cake tin, and then calling it like a chocolate tour <laughs> instantly kind of elevates the brownie and then you cut it and also everybody gets that really good squidgy bit mm-hmm. because everybody that's gets true. that center yeah. focal point. Yeah. So that's a really good tip, I I think. And also again, you can put you can have it mix the batter and then you can put it in as you're having your main into the oven mm. and then it will be really warm and gooey and delicious and serve that with just really good vanilla ice cream, yeah. which we've already touched on. You can yeah. get good quality <laughs> ice cream. I'm also a big fan of a tiramisu, which again, isn't that difficult to make. Is it not that that's something that I would be nervous to try, but no, oh, maybe really? that's the perception. Yeah. If you have, I mean, you kind of need a handheld electric whisk, I guess. You basically just need one of those just because okay. you're just kind of like whisk, whisking the egg whites yeah. and cream or, depends how, or mascarpone, it depends yeah. how you make it. Everybody <laughs> has their own way. I think that's really delicious. Or you can do things like chocolate mousse, again, really not mm. very difficult and just put it in, you know, put them into little glasses yeah. or or just, I'm, I quite like just, big dollops big thing yeah, yeah spooning it out i think there's something a bit more fun about I it too. yeah I'm trying to think of what else is kind of lovely right now i mean lots of like you know good ginger cakes or apple tarts and stuff yeah. but they're a little bit they're a little bit more they have to know, look time, nice though, don't they? time time sensitive and stuff yeah um heather do you have a go to dessert not really actually like what you're saying i kind of not shy away from it but i think i'm definitely more of a savory person mm-hmm. so i kind of throw myself into mm. the rest of it though i did throw a 70s party a couple of years ago and did um banana splits which were really good because so I caramelized the bananas so they were really, like really crispy on the oh. outside made my own chocolate sauce which is really easy because it's just double yeah. cream and dark chocolate and then really nice vanilla ice cream and it That's went down so a right tree so oh it's some great. sort of toasted almond slithers Genius. or whatever on the top and yeah. it I, I don't even love bananas that much, but it tasted, it did taste That's really good. good. I went to a dinner last week and they said Knickerbocker Glories. So as fun. As a dessert. So God, I love the fun. retro. So All fun. All you need is yeah. a tool, like a drinks glass. Yeah. You just shove some ice cream and some sauce. Yeah, yeah. There. And people That's love great. it. Yeah. Another thing I was going to say, baked fruit in the summer, kind oh, of like yeah. roasting yeah. plums or roasting apricots. Yeah. Again, so Peaches. nice. Yeah. yeah. All of that and really not very stressful. And actually yeah. people really like it because often people are, you know, they don't want a massive pudding. Mm-hmm. But I, I would say if you aren't doing pudding, it is really fun. My mum always puts like little bowls of jelly babies yeah. and Skittles and kind of like niche sweets. I mean, I really like Bendix Bitterments, which makes me... <laughs> oh, so that I'm is retro. More and more yeah. retro as, this, as this goes on. But just something's yeah. quite fun. Yeah, I've got a friend who does Revels. Yeah, yeah Revels, yeah. exactly. God, like Revels. Revels. Minstrels, Minstrels well. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Since we're on the subject of dessert, I'm doing this in a very funny order. We're going to go back to drinks in a minute. We did have some questions about... About cheese, cheese boards. So if you want to do a cheese cheese board I, bet, I, bet, I feel like I'm talking your language here Heather as well you are, if you yeah. want to do a cheese board what's what's the secret to doing it well to making it well I guess yeah. just try making it look like it's overflowing mm-hmm. so don't go for some, I would say don't go for something that's too big go for something that's like slightly smaller so that yeah. it's all kind of overflowing I also think don't put the biscuits on with the cheese I so agree with that because soggy it's, yeah it's soggy and it gets a bit stressful because people like take them all or <laughs> you know they take all the good ones mm-hmm. so I would put them somewhere else or put them in either side of the table mm-hmm. and then have the cheese board going around and just like you know fill it with I don't know figs dried fruit mm-hmm. dates walnuts yeah quince if you can get hold of it oh, quince jelly jelly yeah, yeah. Yum. Heather, if you're putting together a cheese board, what What's cheese do you go to? Yeah. I don't. I like to go and like just buy strange ones that I haven't heard <laughs> of or tried before. Like obviously get like a brie or a, yeah something, a nice cheddar. But no, I usually like to be like, what's nice. different? I like a Vacheron. Mm-hmm. I definitely put one of those on. I think the comp what people say because I've interviewed people before for this, and it's like make sure there's a hard one, a smoked one, a yes. soft yes. one, and a goat's cheese, yeah. and then it, basically keeping everyone happy. Then, it's aren't true. You? When, I, when I had my friends over last night, as I said, I did a cheese board, and I've got a friend who's lactose intolerant, and I forgot that they can eat goat cheese. So there we go. Yes, she had a yes, yes, yes. Out well, and like nice Fun. chutneys and stuff mm. as well, yeah, or chili jam, yeah. like yeah. quince Something jelly, like yeah, that. like a red onion marmalade. Yep. Mm. Ooh, love I, it. I, I yeah. know. I know. I um, shall I tell you what I put on my cheese board. Yeah, yes. please. I, don't I know. had so I did half de- delicatessen smart cheeses. Yeah, and okay. then I supplemented with some M and S ones. Yeah, Heather. and actually, weirdly, the M and S ones know. were the ones that everybody was like, "These are really good." And I was like, oh, "So it was half the price." Anyway, <laughs> I got a Baron Baron Bygood, which I was buying the market, and it is it's like a brie. It's like a really creamy British cheese. I love it. I got a Colston Bassett Stilton because that's yeah. also my absolute favorite. Um, <laughs> I got a Comte. 
Yes. Yeah. Comte, I was going to say, I'm much yeah. more hard. And hard then, cheese girl. yeah, I like a hard, well, I like a nutty hard cheese. I don't mm-hmm. like a cheddar or. No, I like like a manchego or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Um, I got a grillé as well, actually. So from, from M&S, I did a grillé, a camembert that I stuck in the oven, and the goat's cheese. I'm missing one. I did one more. Anyway, it was a great success. Mm, people loved it, was, it. It was a good selection. Cheese biscuits. Do you have favourite? Cheese. I love cheese. Uh, no, I just got some, in order to please the whole crowd, I got some, the, like the oaty ones, the thick oaty ones. Yeah. And then they were like really basic round Ritz. ones yeah okay you know, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean the kind of cars yeah they're, they're, they're almost like mortar yeah, the yeah cars they're white they're they're cars, cars, yeah. cars water yeah. Yeah. exactly that's all. that's what they are yeah i'm just Classic. obsessed now with peter's yard sourdough <laughs> it's like i just can't gray. like i just uh, what, can't crackers, eat sorry. any other crackers yeah, I, I just want them you all do the get time because we were like that and then we just we ate too many i make oat cakes quite a lot again really easy it's actually quite really easy and again it's pretty much oats and water a little bit of olive oil sometimes you might put a bit of dried thyme or something in there but you don't want to put too much in or like crushed walnuts but so easy and quick and again it just sounds impressive because you're like here is my cheese board with homemade oat cakes yeah that does sound like really easy yeah what do you do how do you make them you pretty much mix oats with water and olive oil and you mix it yeah and then kind of flatten it you don't mm. i mean you could roll it but it's kind of a sticky you could just push it down it looks mm. more rustic that way mm. and then either score them uber rustic mm-hmm. or you could use kind of a cookie cutter or even the end of a glass or something yeah. whatever mm. you have and then you just bake them for about 20 minutes so i might yeah, try, that. I feel try that that would impress my scottish father yeah definitely, <laughs> definitely impress i say father-in-law father. not married but you know yeah boyfriend All dad. <laughs> um you could also even put cheese in that and then make like a cheesy oh yeah you could cheese do biscuit. that oh. it's the same with like um you know like a parmesan twist when yeah, you exactly. get like puff pastry and you do cheese twists yeah. well, cheese actually, straws that's what they're called straws. we've cheese always cheese straws knocking around the office actually they're a bit yeah, put black favorite. sesame on them what, you know? I, going back oh. to your risotto chat yep. what i often do for to make a risotto look a bit fancier is literally shave parmesan into a pile on a baking tray and put that in the oven and it becomes a parmesan yes, crisp parmesan. that's so so good on a, and then break it up onto yeah. a risotto so good so great i <laughs> so do good. that on pasta sometimes yeah oh, that's yeah. very professional thanks so much um, i'm basically here to have my ideas validated <laughs> I love it. um can i just ask you obviously we're going to move away from dinner parties in a moment but whilst we're on the entertaining theme what are your tips for a good dinner party other than the food what else is key well actually i was going to say with the food i think people stress too much about the food mm-hmm. with a dinner party i think actually you need to go for something that like don't try and do something that's too complicated because there is nothing worse than being like a stressed host no, no, no where no, people no. kind of poke their heads around the kitchen being like is there anything i can do and you're mm. like i'm fine i'm fine <laughs> when you're like hyperventilating <laughs> and sweating over an oven it's yeah. just not a relaxing environment so i think go with something simple the whole when we were chatting about the diana henry recipes earlier you had a very kind of lovely way of saying it. I call them like bung, bung in the, the oven, oven recipes. Mm-hmm. But those sorts of things and salads that you can kind of, and room temperature dishes, like vegetable dishes, especially if you've got vegetarians or doing like mm-hmm. roasted squash or aubergine, all of that stuff can be room temperature. Mm-hmm. So I think keep the menu not overly complicated. I do think having some sort of welcome drink is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I often create like a little, it depends if you have like a bar area, I don't, but I'll just designate a corner of my kitchen table and then put like the vodka the gin and like cut up little bits of fruit and put them in a bowl and put glasses there oh, that's nice. so people can make their own yeah and that's, that's fun it's such an easy thing but it's just quite fun i like that mm. yeah. yeah again so really again that just makes it different i think from having your friends over for dinner and makes it mm. a dinner party really nice. um low lighting that mm. kind of thing nice music nice i was gonna say heather i bet you've got a a good playlist for entertaining. I leave that to Spice, Toad's job. To be honest, mm. yeah, he enjoys that. I do all the cooking. He can look after them. He makes good cocktails. Yeah, so well, yeah, he divide, can do the drinks. Mm-hmm, and the music. Mm. I'll do the food. Nice. Any, There's loads of good Spotify playlists you can put on if you can't think of anything. Can I tell what I do? Can I tell my two go tos? And these are so lame, but they but people would never know. Are they're two Woody Allen films? Ooh. One, the soundtrack to Vicky Cristina Barcelona, mm. and two, the soundtrack to Midnight in Paris. They're both really depending on whether you are Spanish or French, right? Yeah. I'm so with you. Mine is the Madman soundtrack, which is so long. I think it's something like nine hours. If your dinner party exceeds that soundtrack, it is a very <laughs> that's a really good dinner one. party. I bet you get some good vintage yeah. vibes in there. I'm getting a feel for this 70s themed. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm so here yeah. more. <laughs> okay, let's move on from dinner parties and chat day to day cooking. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been firing questions, have I? Let's do let's do some questions. Somebody has asked. What to bake on a rainy Sunday? What a nice question. I'm guessing they sent in that question on yesterday, which was a very rainy <laughs> Sunday. What would you, what's your go-to? Do you bake much? 
I mean, yeah, I probably do. I do bake quite a lot, but I, on a rainy Sunday, I normally make a crumble. Mm. I love making a crumble. I was thinking crumbles mm. earlier as a go-to yeah. dessert. I was like, yeah. What crumble, kind of, again, crumble's such good. I made crumble? At the moment, I'm quite into like blackberry and cranberry oh, crumbles. Nice. Cranberries make such a good crumble with like a little bit of pear in there. Oh, nice. Yeah, much much more interesting, I think, than apple crumble. If we were at kind of end, tail end of summer, I would say plums. Plums mm-hmm. make such a good crumble. Yeah. And I actually make often make a crumble that's inadvertently... It can be gluten-free. If I had someone mm-hmm. gluten-free, then I would just use gluten-free oats and stuff. But it's an olive oil crumble because my sister and brother, both of them can't have dairy. So I'm often kind of trying to make something that's just naturally dairy-free. Mm-hmm. Obviously, then you can plonk ice cream on it. But olive oil makes a really delicious crumble. So which bit? Which bit? So you just work? you basically just use it in the place of butter. So you kind of mix okay. your oats. I normally put like some ground almonds in there, mm-hmm. a bit of flour, brown sugar, spices maybe some nuts some like chopped nuts as mm. well and then you use olive oil and it's it's it still crisps up like honestly yeah. it's really oh, deli- yeah it's that. really delicious yeah. and it's quite golden it's almost like crispier yeah I yeah bet. it's delicious. Yeah, really delicious oh, nice i uh, followed a jamie oliver recipe for a crumble the other day and it called for ginger like <gasps> gi- uh, ginger in syrup stem, stem ginger stem ginger, oh, yeah. stem ginger in syrup and i will never make a crumble without it again yes. because then you could just pour the syrup extra bits oh, into it yum. yeah it was really good. Gosh. So cookies. Well, cookies are a good one yeah, too. Cookies are a really good. good one. Also, the good thing about cookies, even if you're doing a recipe that makes 24 cookies, which let's face it, nobody yeah. needs 24 mm. cookies. And if you're living with one other person, yeah. you, you don't really need 12 don't. cookies either. <laughs> so, but you can freeze half the dough. And that's really fun because that's actually a really yeah. nice other kind of pudding is to kind of do hot cookies for puddings. Mm. You know, if you've got six people over supper, mm. you just like pull out six balls yeah. and then bake them and then they're hot oh, that's just nice. out of the oven. Or you with could just cream. eat the cookie dough. Or you could just eat the cookie dough. <laughs> but you know, that's Ooh. that's quite fun too. That and making cookies fun. just again feels kind of wholesome. Yeah, it yeah, really does. Quite easy. Yeah. Even I can do that. Actually, I remember I made Nigella's ginger cake when oh, I yeah. went out of Bake Off last year. Oh, right. Okay. And that went down. Georgie I even do like a said it was cake. amazing. G- like a sponge. Like yeah, a sponge. but it, like you have to leave it for 24 hours before you eat it. So everything okay. like <gasps> soaks. Mm. And, and it's vegan as well, naturally, but it's very good. She does a good dessert. I'm a big she fan does. of her Nutella cheesecake. Yeah. Such a crowd pleaser. She She's does good. indulgence well. She does. She does. She definitely <laughs> does. Yeah. Um, I mentioned before that cookies were my food heaven what's your food heaven well, i mean I, I, i've got loads of food heavens but it just made me think oh yeah I what's your food I heaven it's a food heaven if, it, if we were on that bbc show oh, where yeah. they make you choose your food heaven that you'd have a chef cook for you or your food hell what's your heaven i mean i think probably because it's what comes with it but i really love food that kind of evokes being by the seaside but like you know mediterranean sea so mm-hmm. like loads of grilled vegetables and burrata and like really bubbly focaccia mm. with like mm. lots of oil olive oil to dip it in mm. and then lots of grilled fish and calamari fritti okay, nice. that and kind like of thing Greek, spanish yeah vibes. Okay. yeah that kind of thing mm. and, and you know maybe some kind of like fritto misto there would have mm. to be something deep fried there sure and then some like a bubbly focaccia really mm. good squidgy oh, bubbly bread yeah oh. heather <laughs> food heaven um, my favourite thing ever is macaroni teas, but I feel like I can make <laughs> that really good myself now. As in, like, I don't know what a chef could do to make it like absolutely Even better. amazing. Okay. So yeah, I'd say similar to you, like, fish and chips is my <gasps> other Fish and chips is a good okay. one. If you had an incredible chef who got it all really crispy mm. and made the most amazing, like basically Tom Carriage came and cooked me <laughs> fish and chips, I'd be very happy I can't happy eat fish and chips though without mushy peas and tartar sauce. Oh yeah, sauce. no, I'd I want, yeah, it'd have to yeah. be the whole, like the whole yeah, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah It's sure. also, I just think having the immediacy of it, isn't yeah. it? Having it like right there and there. Ready. and it being great yeah. mm. exactly food one. hell food hell <laughs> mushrooms Ooh. really all mushrooms I hate there's the only thing I really don't like yeah. what do mushrooms go in like a big like mushroom pasta in mm. a big creamy sauce with shaved truffle no that's oh my God. food hell that sounds sensational I know, and that sounds like <laughs> everyone else's heaven but for me like washed down with a glass of milk that would be oh, my oh, hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't gross. think that's anyone's food heaven <laughs> that's great Alexandra is there anything you really don't like well, actually, you just remind me of something I really didn't like when I was a child. Which milk. For some, well, no, not milk, but um, pasta with mayonnaise and ketchup mixed Ooh. up. I feel like nobody would make this anymore, but no. I remember no, it, it being a, be a thing, thing when we yeah. were little. With like grated would, cheddar that yeah, came and tuna. And I just can't. Oh, I know what <laughs> I my food that. hell is, though. Oh, go on. Borsa. Oh, I don't cheese. know why. I it's re- like fake cheese. Oh that's my gosh, why. I just really don't. Is like it the it. herbs? Oh, no, I like it. I don't like it, and I like garlic, and I like you know. Mm. I, fundamentally, I should like it, but I just don't 
maybe it. maybe it's the like perversion of some things you really like or mission to one or yeah. the dodgy adverts a few years yeah, maybe. ago you know if someone was like will you eat this whole thing i'd be like oh god okay, i wouldn't want to do that mm. but yeah i mean i don't really yeah i mean i like most things yeah i think good for you you have honest. to when you work in food yeah, yeah really you, you have can't. to be up for trying yeah it, that's really. the thing yeah yeah, yeah. i'd charlotte uh, well i'd be up, i'm like up for trying anything but i just cannot stand beetroot I hate oh, it. Oh I god, I cannot eat beetroot. I reckon I could convert you. I reckon you could. I mean, honestly, you are, honestly, have me over. I'd be love to come and try. Ro- I, so go on, slice it like mm. thinly mm. into kind of nut, but you know, you know, thin as thin as you can. Mm. It's, it's pretty robust, rooty mm. vegetable, um, and then roast it with caraway seeds, which is so okay. delicious. Kind of like almost aniseedy mm. tasty or fennel seed. It almost caramelizes and it's sweet. Like, do you like okay. beetroot crisps when you know when yes, you get Yes, but they're still crisps? my least favorite. Okay. But yes, I do. I would Honestly, yeah. I think you'd like it. And then like a bit of honey, maybe some kind of like ricotta or feta mm. Actually, and hazelnuts. Honestly, that does really it. yum. And it is like sweet and caramelized, but you need to get rid of the earthiness. And That's it's it. that, I get that weird texture that's sort of somewhere between a potato and an apple so is great. not some people don't love that mm. or like a weirdly bad cut carrot yeah. what so you good. just described is right up my street yeah, okay. so I might give that a go After, I'll, I'll, send you, I'll send you some beetroot oh, recipes please yeah, do yeah, I'll definitely. let you know how I get on I don't um, want any mushroom recipes sorry <laughs> <laughs> Heather draws the line at mushrooms I try them every now and again just in case but no Still if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. No. Okay. Somebody's asked, fave quick after work meal. What do you eat if you're in a hurry? What do you whip up? Truthfully, I'd love to mm. say it wasn't, but I, I really love an omelette. Sometimes no? I miss my mm. omelette. And also they're not boring omelettes. They've got like cured black olives in or like I love putting a load of harissa in. Mm-hmm. Grana Padano is normally in there, loads of fresh herbs, mm. black pepper. I miss my omelettes when I have, like when, if I'm out kind of most nights in the week. I get a bit stressed and I'm like, God, I'm really looking forward to having my omelette. <laughs> so yeah, omelette. Um, I do quite a lot of stir fries as well and like noodly dishes mm-hmm. and kind of big brothy things. Mm-hmm. And I make a lot of dal. I probably have dal okay. once a week. Okay. Some, some, I have quite a dull repertoire at the moment, actually. Oh, nice. Happen in lockdown, cozy vibes. So cozy. Yeah. Time of year. Exactly. Also, you know, you can make double batch and then it's in the freezer. So it's yes. like one of those meals that you just wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, I'll just pull that out and then it's there for dinner. And what do you great. have with it? Do you go for rice? Probably, well, no, I actually normally have a, just a massive bowl of it. Mm. And then like roasted broccoli. I'm a big fan of roasted broccoli. Mm. Weirdly, whenever we have dal, I'm like, oh, I'll just buy some broccoli and shove it in the oven for like 10 minutes. Nice. And then like some nice yogurt and chopped nuts and mm. crispy things on the top. Yeah, so like a ducker or something. Yeah. Mm. Something like that's so quite nice. nice. Yeah. Heather, what's your, your go-to quick supper? Yeah, mine's noodles as well. Yeah. Mm. I've got, always got like a stash of them. Like, yeah. You know, um, Wagamama makes that ginger chicken udon. Yeah. I've worked yeah. out how to make it myself at home. <gasps> that's and, clever. Yeah, that's it's clever. really good. I've got it. Like, it tastes exactly the 
so oh, wow. yeah oh wow really I it's, it's taken you yeah. it's taken you should sell that yeah you definitely yeah. should i actually don't like an udon noodle though oh i know you don't i know oh, i'm too wormy no, yeah, I'm more of like a rice noodle. Yeah, me too. Like flat, um, big yeah, fat rice noodle. Any, don't, I love, like don't pasta, I love any noodles, any pasta. Somebody has asked, this is a good one. I need this actually. Easiest veggie dinner party dish. What do you, if you're making dinner for a friend who's veggie? Okay, I have quite a lot, but one that I have like lots of people have made mm. and recreated and then like send me photos of and it's great. Mm is it's like a ro- again it's squash <laughs> it's roasted squash but on a uh, butter beanie kind of herby puree which mm. is really easy you basically shove either kind of canned or if you get them in a jar they're slightly nicer mm-hmm. but shove them in a food processor with some of the water which makes it like really silky and then loads of herbs again you can kind of use whatever you want mm. but like dill mint coriander if you hate coriander, yeah. everyone you, you can use parsley. Use it. It's fine. <laughs> and then you have this roasted squash. So you, and again, it can kind of be room temperature. So you got the puree, and then you like top it with this, this like tower of squash, and then a pistachio chili mint butter. So you just Ooh. let the butter melt with chopped pistachios, and then dried chili flakes and mint, and it's so Ooh. good. And then you pour that all over, mm. and it's such a good. Like you don't really need to do anything else with it. It's got kind of like a self-sourcing element, oh and like it's got a butteriness and Flip. some really cool, amazing people have that made sounds- it as well. And okay. I'm always really flattered when they make it and then send me a photo. You sent um, me into a trance. That sounds insane. Yeah, it's gonna- really yummy. It squashes, yeah. it squashes, squashes, yummy. And it's sort of again, you've got like semi-carb there, but like it sort yeah. of pleases yeah, healthy, everyone. Yeah. People who are a bit health-conscious and maybe mm. they're like, oh, I can't eat potatoes, or yeah. I do want to eat rice. It's gluten-free. If you you can make it vegan, if you want to. Mm. Bought the butter or whatever, but or maybe you make it a salsa verde or something. Yeah, but, yeah, that one does really Sounds well. Sounds like it's got everything going for it, freshness. Yes. Yeah, like and coziness. it looks really good. And you just sometimes doing a big platter is well, it's always easier than doing mm. plating yeah. food. Yeah, like so true. even if I'm doing like a pasta or even a risotto, like I don't bother kind of plating it mm-hmm. up. Just bring the thing to the table, and you get that kind of drama when you bring a big mm. dish of something to the table, which yeah. people. You know, they don't applaud, but you know, <laughs> and so, I mean, it'd be nice. in my head they do. Um, no, but like, you know, it's it does show stopping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, Heather, yeah. do you ever make anything veggie? Yes. Um, so the most successful one I've made relatively recently, Tart London, have got an aubergine and peanut curry, oh, which is yum. really yeah, curry really would have been good. another thing. But again, yeah, it's so good. You can make up. loads of different sides with it as well, okay. which like they're all veggie, and you can make your own naan breads quite easily oh, as well. Yes. And, uh, it's honestly that curry is. It's so good. Okay. Like Noted. almost satay like, but it's definitely mm. more Indian than Yum. God. Yeah, it's really good. hungry. Really good. I, I love flavours like that. So delicious. delicious. I could honestly continue this conversation for like another hour, but I can't let you go without talking about restaurants. We obviously <gasps> touched on them when we talked mm-hmm. about this weekend. Um let's do a bit of quick fire restaurant questions, shall we? Where do you go? Where's your number one indulgent dream, favourite restaurant, special dinner place? Oh. The River Cafe, definitely. For number one kind of indulgence, definitely. Yeah. Um, What about a local? Where do you live? You're in North London. North London, although Mm. I spend quite a lot of time in Soho working. Mm -hmm. Um, So probably Duck Soup. Yeah. Which is been to oh god, you yeah. should go. Everyone great for a date night as well. Yeah. Well, that's so good. Where do you go? For, where's date night? Oh, I mean, well, duck soup that's is great for a date night, mm-hmm. but oh, it depends what kind of date night. So I really love going to Claridge's, which makes me sound really bougie, <laughs> but actually the canapes are so good there. So agree, and the and, and kind of Moorish mm-hmm. and fulfilling, mm-hmm. and you can get like a pizza for a tenner as well, but the cocktails are no more expensive than you would buy mm. them anywhere else, but the service is just immaculate. Yeah. Are you talking about the scarf bar? The, well, the, the Claridge's kind of main bar yeah. I love, although they've just opened a new one, well, the painter's room, which is yeah, also very chic and lovely. There is also the Davies and Brook bar. Okay. Yeah, which yeah. is fun. Which fried chicken probably the best oh yeah they're, they're like claridge's fight it's like cfc or whatever the yeah. claridge's um, claridge's fried chicken it's unreal um so and actually like on my birthday freddie and i going there at kind of 5 30 and actually it's i just love that it's really fun yeah. i also really love shack fight shack for you oh, i love yeah. shack for you so good yeah. me so neither haven't been there in ages yeah. but again so good and almost kind of like so kind of dirty it's quite mm. sexy you know I'm, like licking your fingers with this kind of like crazy mm. definitely it doesn't have msg but tastes like a <laughs> chicken wing sauce is quite i'm kind of into it i actually go to bone daddy's a lot okay. which the, yeah yeah they're like they're sister. sisters yeah. yeah yeah i absolutely love it um what about favorite dish in london 
Oh okay, God, hang on. So we'll we'll narrow it down by meal. Go on, favorite breakfast in London? Uh, almond croissant, Popham's. Although I'm, mm. I'm at the moment, we're trying to branch out. Tried okay. a different one from Belle Epoque brasserie on the weekend and it was quite good i also quite rate the gales almond croissant if you know if you're strapped yeah it does the job i really want to go to arom bakery i think it's in notting hill yeah and there's layla layla something I want to go there as well. Nice. Because oh, I was about to say you've got I all the goodies. I will travel for an almond croissant. Well, I yeah. was going to say you've got all the goodies in your... I do. Uh, yeah, like Poppins has been on my list forever. Poppins, Dusty oh. Knuckle as well. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Dusty Knuckle for a sandwich oh, is bread. the dream. We well, can buy... a sandwich. Yeah. And you can buy their bread elsewhere. So I've done you that You can, before, but you but... can't buy their focaccia. No. Like, there is, I, I mean, focaccia lends itself way more to being a sandwich so bread than an actual than actual slices of sourdough. Because you've got to kind of like wrestle with the crust to get in. And then things are spilling out whereas a focaccia just like squidges it's like yeah it's mm. like a mattress either side of the filling it's just perfect you can tell you're a food writer can't you <laughs> beautiful description um, what about favourite favourite dish if we're talking dinner yeah favourite dish in London favourite dish is hard because I think most of the places I love in London are kind of seasonal like most best restaurants I mean okay. mo- most restaurants are but so right now at <laughs> Duck Soup I always say always have whatever they have on that's fried they'll always have some sort of fritter like a kale fritter with Mm. kind of like a curry leaf mayo they Mm. cook a lot with i mean i guess it's like worldly cuisine but they've got a lot of sri lankan i really (laughs) really took me well but so like things things with curry leaves Mm. at the moment i think they just shared something today that was brill with fennel and then brown shrimp and like a tarragon butter that sounds great yeah or they've Mm. also got like a skate a ray wing with like a curried yogurt and crispy curry leaves Mm. something like so delicious yeah that sounds insane um favorite favorite restaurant to travel to well, I would say the River Cafe because it's so far away from me. <laughs> I meant outside London. But, oh, okay, outside mm-hmm. London. It could be abroad. Well, Septime in Paris mm. is a favourite. Yeah. It's really good. Again, it's like notoriously difficult to book. Mm-hmm. But we managed one, well, twice actually, we've managed to just sort of walk past and sit at the bar, which I just, I really love sitting I like at doing the bar. that anyway. Yeah, at there's lots such of kind of intimacy. Yeah. With, with doing that. It's always quite fun. Jay Shiki as well. Yes, retro. Yeah. But love sitting at the bar old there. Old school. Yeah. yeah, so old school. for ages, yeah. Um, Paris in general and Italy. I mean, but pretty much anywhere. That's the thing. You yeah. can go to kind of the equivalent of a corner street cafe. Like even places where they have pictures of the food. Yeah. And it will be <laughs> pretty decent. Yeah. So um, finally, anywhere we should be excited about? What are you excited about opening in London? Well, we talked about Russell Norman earlier mm-hmm. who has just opened Bruto, which means ugly but good um <laughs> and it's because polpo was all about like venetian mm-hmm. like cuisine and this is about tuscan cuisine so it's actually it's not what we necessarily think of i think when we think about italian food it's not like pizza there's pasta mm. it's quite meat heavy and roast potato and stuff okay. but they have on like one of their starters is called dough cuddles and it comes with like a stracciatella kind of cheesy mm. you know like like the middle of a burrata basically mm. like the good bit and then i think there's some sort of Parmesan, or you know, like some sort of hand there. Mm. Um, I think that's going to be really good. I still haven't managed to get a table. Where is it? It is Clark and Well. Okay. And then Sessions Art Club, Florence oh, yeah. Nine. Yes. I'm really yeah, excited. Yeah. About. Again, basically impossible to get yeah. a table, but it also looks beautiful, and mm-hmm. her food is really great. It's and she all used over to my... work for Russell. She as well. used to work. Yeah, she used to work for Russell. It is all over my Instagram. I literally yeah. can't escape it. And Cafe Cecilia, which is Hackney. That's like Max Russia. Um, oh, yes, I want to go. I want to. Yeah. I want to go there as well. I think I have actually managed to book a table, but those those are exciting. Those are definitely things I'm excited about. Those are the places we should yeah. be looking now. As much, I mean, I could literally. We could keep going. We could, I could honestly keep going all day. I'm going to let you go. It's dark out now. It was like when we started. Yeah, um, <laughs> went back. Um, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. Heather and I are definitely going to continue to pick your brains when we stop this recording. Yeah, well, thanks, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Um, for more from Alexandra, then do listen to her podcast, Come for Supper, available on all, all podcast places. There you go. All, po- all podcast places. Um, and her book, Land and Sea, is available at all. All good bookshops. That's what you're meant to say. Yeah. There we go. Um, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Heather. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed that, please do rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.